Welcome to the Infinite Spark of Being podcast. My name is Keith Welsh, and this is another one of the journal episodes. Um, wanted to talk about something that was on my mind, and I've mentioned this in a past episode. Um, the idea of spiritual tourism as opposed to being a local. Um, I feel like a lot of the new age and yoga culture is about creating experiences as opposed to integrating things into how we experience the world. So I've mentioned this before. I got to stop saying that. Of course I've mentioned this before, but if I'm rocking back and forth in a chair and I bump the wall behind me, I then rock differently in the chair because now I am aware of the wall behind me. The wall changes or my awareness of the wall changes the way I am rocking in the chair, meaning that I am now conscious of the wall. So that is an expansion in consciousness. That is a shift in consciousness. My consciousness now includes the wall and it changes the way I do something. That's what uh, the spiritual literature does. Um, that's what these experiences are supposed to do. But if there's no foundation, then there is no, then there is, then it's just an experience. Meaning that um, in Buddhism, it's the idea that the bird has two wings, the Dharma and the practices, right? You have to study the Dharma and you have to do the practices. If you do practices and have experiences without knowledge of the Dharma, then you are just a tourist, right? Um, If you only have uh, knowledge of the Dharma and you don't have the experiences, then you're just half cocked. You're not, you don't really know. So, um, you know, of course, I've had psychedelic experiences brought about through psychedelic chemicals as well as holotropic breathwork, i.e. rebirth breathing um, experiences during meditative practices during pranayam. Um, But I also had a foundation of understanding. Uh, There was, however, a time where I did not have that foundation, that understanding, and I tried to collect experiences thinking that if I just had enough of these experiences, I would change and my experience of life would change, not what happens. Um, I urge you, please, there are, these books have already been written. And I understand that, you know, they're not exactly, I don't know, fun to read, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the problem is. But if I could recommend a book for you to read, it would be the Bhagavad Gita. And read several different commentaries on it. Uh, You know, understand it from a bhakti point of view. Understand it from a meditative point of view. Um, Please, you know have a deeper understanding of these things. Otherwise, we're just trying to have a special experience so that we can feel special. And that's what I see a lot, is everyone just wants to be the special person that had the special experience. 
you're not special. You had an experience, you know, and do these experiences and these practices, you know, together change who you are? No, they don't. I am Keith. I took birth with this incarnation, with this personality type. Um, This personality type has, you know, aspects to it that are healthy, aspects to it that are unhealthy. And that's my karma. I'm here working through these things. Um, But this idea that spiritual practice or spirituality is going to take that away and you'll suddenly have this blissed out life, that's not real. And that's not fun. It's fucking stupid. Why do I want to walk around here googly-eyed with a smile on my face all the time? I want all of this. I want the death. I want all of it. I want the grit. I want the grime of this life. I want the heartache. I want the heartbreaking. I want all of it. Um, And, you know, there's a few things in this new book that I write about that are like that. Um, Actually, today I just recorded an episode where I read a piece out of the, the new book that's obviously not released yet and commented a little bit on it. It's not a particularly long episode. Um, but I want you, if you're going to take an interest in what I'm doing and you like what, what I'm writing and the things that I'm talking about, I'm, then I'm urging you just lean into being you warts and all kind of thing, you know, um, you know, you're always trying to be a little better, but you know, there's aspects to my personality that I spent a lot of years trying to get rid of. And then I met people that let it me know, well, they let me know that it was okay for me to be Keith, right? That the people that told me it wasn't okay were the wrong people, right? Though those experiences were very important, very helpful. Um, but back to this, this thing. So these practices, you do them every day, no matter what. You engage in this sort of thinking with persistent conscious effort. And then one day you look up and it is a little different. It is, it's different. It's a lot different. Um, my life is vastly different than it was even five years ago. Um, even from the start of the Infinite Spark of Being, which was 2010, I believe. My life is very different. My understanding of life is different. You know? And I think it's important to to just be patient and stop trying to have this massive experience that's going to change anything or change everything rather um, it's one of those lessons from jiu-jitsu right that like it's about tiny gains it's not about a big sweeping movement that wins everything you know what I mean it's, sometimes it's about just the little things you know a little bit at a time you know um I think that, you know, we're in a dangerous place. Um, We have people engaging in spirituality with no qualified instruction without, you know, they're, they're reading, you know, books that are just by people that wrote. It's like, it's like getting one of my books and thinking it's like a fucking Bible. It's not. 
anybody can write this shit down. <laughs> you know? Read your Gita. Read the Ramayana. You know? Understand those things. I think it's dangerous that we don't, that especially in our culture, there's no deeper understanding of it. You know? Like, it's the little things, right? Um, like, okay, a, a fun one. I remember the day I realized why uh, Krishna is named, is named Krishna and why Krishna and Shiva and other um, yidams or deities or aspects of God or whatever are colored blue, right? Um, Krishna... Uh, means dark, like a dark thundercloud, but part of that darkness was that Krishna is in the deepest, darkest places of you, the places you've never been, so deep down inside you that you can't even see it, right? And I, I hear that a few different ways, right? Because Krishna was the supreme enjoyer, you know, and you learn that enjoyment isn't the problem but craving, right? Uh, but, but he's uh, Krishna. This the sustainer, the super soul is, it's in there. It's but it's so deep down, and and it's clouded over by, you know, craving and material thises and thats and attachment to pleasure instead of working towards happiness. Right, the difference in pleasure and happiness. Um, and then why, uh, you know, Krishna's blue? Why Shiva's blue? but more importantly, Krishna. <laughs> but that everything vast, everything that is vast and unfathomable is blue. The sky, you know, it's just, it, that's outer space and it looks blue, but it's so much more, it's so, it's, it's infinite and, and the blue just gives you a little understanding of it, right? So like the, the illustrations of Krishna you know, putting this idea of God into a, a, a personified anthropomorphic form so that we can understand it with our little brains. Krishna is bigger than just, uh, even the, the, the illustrations of Vishnu, it's, it's bigger than that. You know, but our brains do better when we can go, oh, this person-like thing is this thing. The ocean is blue, right? You think of the planet. You know, that vast blue sea that we know nothing about, you know, and that's why. But, but knowing that, it changes the way you interact with those symbols. You know, reading the Gita and understanding the Bhagavad Gita, reading it appropriately, meaning that you read it once, you know, just read it, you know, read it like a story and then... Then read it and read it as if you were Arjuna, and then read it as if you were Krishna, and then read it as if Krishna is the allegory for your higher self, the true self, the capital S, and then Arjuna just represents your scared small self with the little s, you know, the fearful egoic self, and just start reading it that way, and things open up for you. You know, instead of reading these glorified self-help books, you know, it's interesting. We don't, you know, we don't spend enough time in our culture with that stuff. We're too busy trying to have an experience. 
instead of expanding our consciousness. You know, um, you know the experiences I've had that indicate non-duality and the, the oneness of everything. And you have these beautiful moments, these beautiful experiences, and they're great, right? But then you know, but you can't live there. Like that's the. Oh, here we go. We got. Sorry, we have a. a whoa. A, looks like a sheriff's van with this. You never see that. Um, he is stuck in traffic. I don't want to go for it. <laughs> um, but, um, you know, we, we, uh, man, I don't even know what I'm saying now. Hmm. Lost it. Oh, non-duality. You land there. You can't, like, you, you don't get to stay there. You, you get, you know, the more you study, the more you spend time doing these practices, you have those moments of just unity consciousness where you feel into you experience it in your bones that oneness that 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 lack of division but then you have to go back to being you know Keith you have to go back to you know your incarnation as a separate somebody because that's the work you know this thing where somebody has this like experience of unity consciousness and then like just walks around like you know, pretending that they're living it all the time. You're not. Stop it. You know? You're not supposed to. You're supposed to, but, but you now here's the thing. Having had those experiences, does it increase my compassion? Yes. Does it allow me to play with the belief system of reincarnation and the fact that everybody's been everything to me? Absolutely. Does that stuff improve my life? Yes, but I still have to do the work of being Keith. I still have to do the work of being a separate somebody in the universe that is going to get old, get sick, and die. And then everything that I love and care for, everyone that I love and care for, will die and cease to exist at some point. That's the work of being a human being. That's it. I love you. Bye. Bye.